0: Like, that's a pretty comfortable lifestyle just to have uh, a job where you are making the world a better place. You can live a nice, comfortable life and do that job. You don't need to make a million plus a year doing that. I don't understand what they even would do. Um, Even Elon Musk, everybody knows him, he was uh, quoted saying that CEO is a made up position, it's not even a real thing. The only thing that matters is president treasurer and secretary um so for a ceo to be making a million dollars a year out of a charitable organization to me that's a waste of money that could be going towards one of those programs going towards saving an extinct species go towards anything but him i don't know even if i had the opportunity someone walked up to me and said you get a two million dollar a year check and you can work for the WWF for the rest of your life as the CEO and face of WWF, I would turn it down. It's too much money. You know what I mean?
1: No, I definitely get you, bro. Because I mean, I mean, you're only really taking that money in the long haul because because you wanted it. And it comes from a sense of greed and like, all right, you know what? I can utilize this for me. Um, I mean, if you're using that money and throwing it back, then it would be noticed and it would be something that seen. so they're not so it's it's, it's, right. it's unfortunate. Greed, it just, unfortunately, it, it runs most of the
2: world. And it's definitely a big downfall.
0: It's you know, a big yeah, downfall. Just, yeah. Yeah. That that's how it is with a whole country. bunch
2: of different companies. Yeah. You know, basically with every company, that's how it is. You know, greed greed is really, really the fucking heart of the world type of thing. You know what I mean? It, it, it's disgusting. But, you know, I know last I know. time we spoke, uh, you were working on trying to help the crocodiles out in jamaica how has that been going
0: oh that's another one yeah <laughs> um so the crocodiles in jamaica are not doing well there's uh, maybe 750 they estimate left on the island um and that's the whole island that's not just a section of it um there used to be over 4500 on the island wow wow um, and there's
2: only 750 you said left They
0: said about 750, they estimate, and we're thinking it's lower than that. Um, Unfortunately, uh, they're developing quite a bit before COVID, um, and that was taking a lot of natural space. Um, They're trying to develop new tourist attractions, things like that. Um, The government is trying um, to work with conservation on the crocodile situation um however it's kind of just one of those i feel like it's um they're doing what they have to and then it's up to the conservationists from there kind of thing you know what i mean they could probably pitch in a little bit more however i know jamaica is not doing well right now with no tourism right so
2: yep
0: um the people are out of work that's another reason why the crocodiles are being hunted so much um people are hungry man because yeah. you ain't got no food and then covid, the crocodile,
2: COVID and really they, really messed a lot of things up for a lot of people man
0: oh yeah um lots of people like the factory shut down in jamaica there for a while so people were out of work they were out of food out of out of everything so um the holland bay crocodile sanctuary is located in saint thomas um, he's working his butt off. He's actually a 65 year old man. I call him the Crocodile Dundee of Jamaica. He's like <laughs> the last of the He reminds me a lot of Steve Irwin when he taught nice. with the passion in his voice. He, he, he loves those crocs more than he loves himself. Um, he's studied them all of his life. He's lived in Jamaica and gone to school in London. And so he's quite renowned a lot of people know him um, in the industry he's uh, working his butt off down there right now all by himself trying to uh keep those crops alive but uh, i was supposed to go for a visit um
1: yeah i remember that
0: i was yeah it was all scheduled booked got my passport got everything i needed um ready to go ready to buy the plane tickets and then good old justin trudeau um he he came on the news and he said if you want to board a plane or a train you're going to need a vaccine passport and that basically on wow. my trip so because i can't uh i can't get on a plane or a train if that's the case because i don't have my passport <laughs> that's
1: fucking so, bananas and then and then if things keep going the way they're going in jamaica What do you think is the time frame before all the cracks
0: are wiped out there? I mean, 750, I could probably hunt those down in a couple of months, man. Um, Shit. If I really, like, if you you had a number and you were like, I want to take these, and you knew what you were looking for, you could hunt them all down pretty quickly. Uh, It's hard to say, man, because, like I said, Lawrence is breeding them, like, as much as you can but at the same time conservation is like this double-edged sword especially it's different if you want to conserve like a koala bear right everybody loves koala bears they all want to see koala bears climbing in the trees in their backyard they want to see them close by they want to they want to hug them they want to touch them they don't know what a koala bear is actually like they're nasty little they're almost like uh, rodents so they're like they're wiring if they get out of hand right um but they look so cute and cuddly so everybody loves koala bears so if they seen a bunch of koala bears in the backyard they wouldn't be too upset they'd probably video it put it on instagram and forget about it now if jamaica if they start breeding a bunch of crocodiles like crazy and then releasing them um crocodiles have a social structure so if they release a bunch of crocodiles in this area and there's already a big alpha male, he'll displace those little guys and they'll start looking, they'll spread, and they'll start looking for their own territories. They'll end up in people's uh, areas, like cities, towns, uh, sewage, rivers, things like that. Um, Anywhere that they can find shelter that's not going to be near a big male. So the smaller the water the the smaller the crocs you'll find kind of thing. Um, so they'll get pushed into the cities and then nobody wants to see alligators or crocodiles in their backyard.
2: Of course not. Um, uh, right?
0: So they all so start at like- it. Yeah, and then that'll be a problem where um, they'll they'll tell the conservationists to shut it down. Um, they'll say, no more. You can't breed anymore. They'll remove his license, they'll say, this is getting out of hand. It actually happened in uh, Indonesia. They were breeding crocodiles and they bred so many, um, so many so fast that it, uh, it got out of hand and they shut it down. So it was, uh, you don't want to do that either, because that'll be just as bad.
2: No, I get it.
0: <clears throat> um, so right now, I'm stuck in Canada. Until further notice, but uh, as soon as I can get down there, like I said, I got, uh, well, the Jungle Squad, um, my organization that I started up in 2020, um, we've actually, in the past couple months, um, we went from just like an online page to more and more people have been asking me how they can get involved, how they can participate, so we started actually making charters somewhat like the uh, Lions Club or any kind of a community club that you can okay. find. Um, and we have a small charter started out in Jamaica that's uh, helping out down there. And uh, yeah, see what we can do, see how we can grow.
2: Let's go. I like That's that. nice. I like that's nice. I like, yeah. the way, I like the way how you adapted. You couldn't get to Jamaica, but you, you couldn't get to Jamaica, so you got Jungle Squad in Jamaica. Right? That was the plan. That was the plan. I, 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 I like that transition. And I like the way you adapted alongside those problems that were, were keeping you from trying to get to where you wanted to go.
0: That's uh, one thing that I will say that I've always been pretty good at and the reason I've ended up the places I have um, is because when someone tells me I can't do something, I will figure it out. And it, uh, it makes me want to figure it out harder. So when Trudeau came on the TV and said, you're not going to Jamaica? I was like, I'm going to Jamaica. I just might not go myself. I'll figure it out. Like, we'll get it done. We're looking at some properties down there because we want to expand um, Lawrence's rescue. He's got a smaller operation going on right now. um, And it, um, I want to say donated land. So I'm looking at some properties um, that I'm going to give to him. I don't want to donate it. I don't want it to be in my name or any of that stuff. So I'm saving up my own personal cash to help buy him some land. Um, nice. That will be his and the sanctuary forever. No one will ever be able to say, oh, we need that back or we're going to put a hotel there. <laughs> it's never going to happen.
2: <clears throat>
0: That's my goal, anyway.
2: I like that it's it's, it's good to it's very good to set goals on yourself like that so now now back to the jungle squad can you can you tell us a little bit more exactly what the jungle squad is and why it was created and a little bit about how many charters you you guys got and what is what's the initial plan for the jungle squad
0: okay so um it started out mostly as like a endearing term that I gave to my community that was following me um I've got a uh, little over 2,000 followers on Facebook. I, got, I had almost 2,000 followers on Instagram. I was up to like 4 million views on my Instagram account there. Um, so I had quite a few people that were watching me and listening. So I just kind of started saying, what up, squad? Uh, what up, jungle squad? Because I'm Jungle Justin. And then uh, I was playing uh, Grand Theft Auto one day and uh, saw the option to make a crew. And I was messing around and I made the original logo, which was the snake and the jungle squad. And I was like, ha ha, we're, we're a little gang on GTA now. It's not just an endearing thing. Like. And then I had <laughs> some people start playing on GTA with me. And then when COVID happened, I was like, how can we, How can we make a bigger impact outward? We can't go anywhere. We're all locked down. Animal shelters got no volunteers. They got no funding. They got no help. So I started a Patreon page and I called it the Jungle Squad. Um, And I said, whatever money gets donated to this page, will go towards these things. And we found a rhino sanctuary out in South Africa was the first one we helped. Um, They got 1,800 rhinos under their care, uh, South African white rhinos. Nice. Um, but the Northern white rhinos are extinct. So these are like the last of the white rhinos, really. Um, this year alone, they've birthed over 200 babies um, in, that, in that herd. So uh, that project is doing amazing things. Uh, they protect them 24 seven, they've got armed guards. Um, they're very protective about their location um like they're very on top of it it's a great program um and we help them out as much as we can with the the proceeds from the jungle squad um and then the holland bay crocodile sanctuary was another one um we started helping him out and then the whole Trudeau thing happened where he started locking me down and i couldn't move uh to do these things so, like I said, I had a couple people messaging my, my pages, asking what they could do, asking if they could join. And I was like, yeah, you go sign up on the page. And they're like, no, like, I want to be a member of the squad. And I was like, well, that's, I don't, that's not really a thing right now. It's just kind of like a page where we, we raise money and we, we send it off to where it goes and i realized that people wanted more of a community um so with that i realized that i could extend myself even further to reach even further and from that international level where we're helping the rhinos and the the crocodiles and all that kind of stuff now we can help more um communities like local communities um so toy toy drives we want to do toy drives we want to do uh garbage cleanups in the spring we want to do um all kinds of stuff like that fundraisers whatever we can do to help out the local communities as well um that's what those local chargers are going to do nice
1: there we go we got we got vision i like it and then uh, yeah yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's definitely solid to see you on the on the route that you are because I remember the first conversation and seeing everything going forward. And then what we're gonna yeah. do too, bro, is um, I mean, of course, we're gonna we're gonna put this one out. I'm gonna put it into parts. I'll share it with you too as well, so you can post them up. And then what we'll do Not is maybe. when all of this is put out, and then that time has went on, just like it did after the first time we spoke, we're gonna make sure that we follow up with a part two, so we so we can get. Uh, Get some more info on what's going on so i mean before we do we'll stop recording it. and everything is there anything that you want to tell any of the viewers that are going to be listening to this later
0: um if you guys want to help out want to be a supporter um there's a supporter option on our patreon page um it's only a dollar a month which is 12 dollars a year man and that's canadian so to all you americans out there that's like two cents for you right so a dollar canadian once a month, that's all it is to be a supporter. Um, if you want to sign up as a member, that one's ten dollars a month. It's on the Patreon as well. Um, we have a Discord server that it logs you into. You guys can come and check it out. Um, we got music playing, we got our community in there, and uh we're always helping out. So it's patreon.com slash the jungle squad is where you can find us. Um, and we appreciate every penny that you get man so nice Th- thank, you, Justin. thank you for taking us.
2: thank you us. thank you for taking the time out you know and sitting with us thank here in our virtual office and you know just I talking like this, about what you know, do and all and my all this stuff right
0: now is actually my garage so uh <laughs> this background is much more appealing than my
2: garage right now <laughs> you, know, you
1: know we got that view outside and everything
2: <laughs>
0: i know it's beautiful
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's real it's real light outside.